now proudly presented on SNME. That's Sunday night's main event. Patreon and free feed. Yo. We just people from the north side. Once the Timmy's hit the shore fine. Went to ready on the four ties. Heavy traffic during four five. Gotta hustle on the own time. Color people at before side. We just people from the north side. Once the Timmy's Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George McKay, Straight Talk Wrestling. And I got a good one right before Hard to Kill, January 13th. I'm sitting down with the reigning, defending TNA X Division champion, Chris Saban. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm excited to talk with you. So my first question I got to ask is, you're the final X Division champion for Impact, transition back to TNA. What's it like to be the closing champion for the former title and now representing the new banner title? Yeah, you know, it's 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 really cool. I kind of feel like Chris Sabin, the name Chris Sabin, is just always going to be connected with the X Division. Just, uh, you know, how much success I've had in that division. Ten-time champion. You know, I won my first championship in 2003. Uh, I have, you know, the most combined days with the titles, the most title reigns, all that. So, uh, you, you know, it's it's really cool just to add another like, uh, you know, punch on that bucket list, another notch in the belt to say that I was the last Impact Champion and the first um, TNA X Division Champion in this new era. So, absolutely. What was it like for you guys? I mean, when you got, I guess, word came down from higher ups that Impact was going to be saying goodbye and TNA was coming back. I mean, you've represented TNA in the old days, which is an incredible catalog of matches and talent. Then you saw Impact through its transitional period of becoming the success that it always was supposed to be. And now we're ushering in this new era of TNA. What was, when you guys got the news, what was the reaction? Uh, I think everyone was pumped. You know, it's kind of like, the impact wrestling i mean it was special as impact wrestling but at the same time its identity was always kind of tied up with like well it used to be tna or you know when you're trying to describe the company to like some fans or something like oh do you know impact wrestling well it used to be a tna so tna has always kind of been part of the identity even though we were called impact wrestling so i think that going back to tna is is the smartest thing and i know as far as i know everyone is super excited and super pumped about it myself included Absolutely. Now, I got to talk to you about your triple threat match at Hard to Kill. I mean, you're going up against arguably two of the best international performers, one in Kushida and one in Vikingo, not taking anything away from you because you know how to defend this title. You know how to win this big match. But this is two very talented, fast, extremely gifted ring generals like yourself. How do you prepare going into a war with these two gentlemen who have the accolades just like you do? Yeah, this is going to be a tough one, you know. I mean, I know Kushida a lot better than I know Vikingo, just working side-by-side side with Kushida, him being one of my friends and knowing him for so many years. So I can prepare for Kushida a little bit better than I can prepare for Vikingo. I mean, Vikingo is one of those guys that, like, um, he kind of reminds me of, like, a modern-day Rey Mysterio. You know, when you first saw Rey Mysterio Jr., I mean, he just blew you away. All it took was one time seeing this guy perform, and you were just blown away. And I think the same thing can be said for Vikingo. And I know, I mean, the, I, the guy can pull off things that I didn't even know were humanly possible. So, yeah, he's, he's going to be a tough guy to prepare for. But, you know, I'm going to do my best, as I always do. Absolutely. You can't, you can't, you're no slouch when it comes to superhuman. I've seen you do some stuff that a human body should not be able to do. So you've well, got some tricks up your sleeve as well. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so my next question is, is um, Motor City Machine Guns, arguably one of the greatest tag teams in pro wrestling of all time. And I don't care what anybody says. I know the keyboard warriors may disagree with me. That doesn't matter because it's my show. It doesn't matter. 
my opinion is all that matters. But arguably, every time I've interviewed someone from Impact, from TNA, from the Indies, and I always talk to them about influences, Motor City Machine Gun Guns comes up a lot. And you guys are like almost the godfathers of modern day tag team wrestling. That synergy, the smaller guys, the faster guys, showing what you could do, going in there against the bigger opponents and achieving a lot of success. What's that like for you when you hear that sometimes? Because I know I know you're no stranger to hearing that, but it's got to be surreal for you, right? Yeah, it's pretty wild. But, you know, it's also like validation for all the hard work that Alex and I put in throughout the years. You know, this is, this is my 24th year in wrestling. So I've been doing this for a really long time. And I put a lot of blood, sweat and tears, you know, all the injuries I've gone through, you know, three torn ACLs, you know, bumps, scrapes, um, bulging discs in the neck, all, all that stuff. You know what I mean? So so to hear that, it's really cool. And, you know, it's pretty crazy, too, to hear like I'll, sometimes I'll be in the locker room and uh, there'll be like these 18 year old kids, you know, you, that's when I started. I started when I was 18 years old, but I'm like, holy crap, uh, you know, 18 year old kid will come up and talk to me like, yeah, man, I, you know, I used to watch you growing up and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, well, thank you for making me feel old, but I really appreciate it. You know, but, you know, it's just crazy to hear that. Like I've, I've been wrestling longer than some of these kids have been alive nowadays. So yeah, it's pretty wild. It absolutely is. Now I've got to ask this question. I mean, you don't want to look past hard to kill, but if you come out still X division champion, option C, <laughs> everyone's trying to get that on me right no i mean you know i mean it's always there it's nice to know that it's there but i have no plans on cashing it in or whatever you know um i'm happy for my partner happy for my friend and i want him to see have a nice long successful title reign absolutely absolutely now i mean you guys have achieved so much together and this year this last two years has been incredible individual successes when you look at the Motor City Machine Guns and all the accolades, all the amazing battles that you've had, the 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 Hall of Fame careers you both have and both deserve. What is the kind of one moment where it was like a pinnacle for you guys, either as a team or individually? I know you mentioned with my daughter winning the heavyweight championship back in 2013 was a special moment for you. But do you guys have a do you have a special moment as a tag team that you guys achieved that like mountaintop success for you? Um probably a couple moments stand out to me. Um, but I think if I had to pick one, maybe earlier this year at against all odds was really special for both of us because we were actually both in singles matches. You know, I was wrestling Trey for the exhibition championship. He was wrestling Steve Macklin. And this was before either one of us were champions. And then both of us went out that night and, you know, both won championships. And we were able to, after Alex won the title at the end of the night, I went out and celebrated with him. And that, that was just a really cool moment because we were both celebrating each other being champions, but it wasn't a tag team championship. It was two singles titles. So, I, I mean, I think that after all the success that we've had as a tag team to show that, you know, we can be just as successful as singles wrestlers, too, that was that was pretty special. Absolutely. One of the things I love about pro wrestling and I love about your guys' story is loyalty to the TNA slash impact slash newly rebranded again, TNA brand. You guys have been so loyal and just fixtures in that locker room, both as young up and comers now to locker room leaders. When it comes to the loyalty that you've shown for impact, what is it about impact or TNA that keeps you there keeps you coming back is it the roster that's ever changing and evolving or is it the fact that that locker room is one that i believe should not be slept on a lot of people still sleep on tna's locker room and they're ridiculously naive to do that yeah yeah i mean it is it is a special place and i think that you know not everyone on the outside can see that but i guarantee if you talk to 
most of the, many, many people on the roster or the production staff on the inside of the company, they will tell you that it's just, we have a really special place right now. And, uh, you know, working for Scott Demore, it, it, he's originally trained me, you know, 20 some years ago and, and, you know, he's the boss now. So of course that's, that's like a great thing for me to like work with someone that I've worked side by side with for, for so many years. Um, I know everyone, it's, it's just, it, it's, Scott calling me up after, so I left for a couple of years, like 2014, I, I left, did some independent stuff, worked for Ring of Honor for several years. And then I tore my ACL for the third time in 2019. And uh, Scott was the one I was just sitting at home. I wasn't working, didn't have a contract. Uh, it was just kind of a, kind of a dark time. Not sure really what, where things were going to go, what was going to happen. And uh, Scott called me up and asked me to come to TNA or Impact, sorry. I always get the names mixed up now, you know, it's Impact TNA. But, uh, and, and this was before I was actually um, back in the ring competing. I was still recovering from knee surgery and asked me if I wanted to be an agent. And I was like, oh yeah, definitely. I'd love to learn how to be an agent. And it's, you know, something like a nice little backup plan that I don't necessarily have when it comes, you know. So uh, him calling me that, like, and I don't know, just throughout the years, the company has like given us a platform to like be ourselves without being too overly controlling. Maybe sometimes back in the early years it was, but uh, you know, I just think it's a special place now. And I think that uh, we have the right roster, the right people surrounding us, and it's, it's time to step up and make some moves. Absolutely. And I got to say the new, all the new titles look incredible. I've always loved the X Division title. I've always loved the way it's looked. It always looks sleek, even from back in the old days to transitioning to the Impact title to now transitioning back to the TNA title. But, I mean, you've held all three titles at all different times. You got a personal favorite? Classic old school, the Impact one or the new one? Yeah, I mean, I really like the new the new championships. I think they're amazing. They put a lot of detail on these belts, and they just look unbelievable. Uh, but, like, my own personal favorite, I, I like the original X Division championship with the big red X on it. I, I always thought that one looked cool myself. But, you know, that, that style has been copied. All you have to do is, you know, look around, and you see championships with big Xs on it. Well, the X Division was the original, so... Absolutely. The original, the innovator, the workhorse division that was showcased so beautifully. And I guess my final question I got to ask is um, the X division matches are always show stealers. Every event, every show, they're the ones that I look forward to the most. I know the main event's going to kick ass, but I just know that X division match is going to hit different. And now being the first X division match in 2024 in the new TNA era, I know you don't feel pressure because every time I've seen you out there, you're cool. I was at Slammiversary when you came out and you were facing Leo Rush and he robbed you of that title, but you got it back. So it's all good, but mm -hmm. you don't show pressure. You don't show any cracks in the foundation. You're one of the coolest cucumbers when it comes to being an in-ring performer, but are you going to feel pressure that night? I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to get in your head. I don't want to do that. But no, I, I appreciate you saying that though, but I, sometimes even if I don't, if I look cool, calm, collected on the outside, I'm feeling the pressure on the inside. I just don't show it. So, so yeah, the pressure's on, man. This is, you know, first show for TNA wrestling. Uh, you know, we're in a new venue in Las Vegas. Uh, first show of the new year. You know, I think everyone's ready just, and myself included, we're just ready to step it up, man. We really are. Absolutely. And I know you guys will. Everything that is TNA, everything that is Impact, I have loved that company forever and uh even you know from dixie carter jeff jarrett all through it all 
I've been loyal and it's been a company that's given me so many fond memories and a company that's given me opportunities like this to sit down with you, which now I can check it off the bucket list, man. And I hate to age you even more, but I've been watching you since I was about 15 and I'm 40 years old now. So there you go. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Before we wrap it up, Mr. Saban, if you could do me the honor of yeah. just looking at the camera, giving that Chris Saban energy and saying you just had a great conversation with Straight Talk Wrestling and people should subscribe because this was awesome. So I just had a wonderful talk with Straight Talk Wrestling. Everybody like, subscribe, follow. I love it. That's amazing. That That's right? an incredible way to end, end this interview. Chris Saban, good luck on Saturday. I will be watching. I will be cheering. And you know you're going to see a DM slide into your story when you win. And I, I it's gonna, I'm going to be adding you to my story for sure, my friend. <laughs> Thank you so much. Appreciate uh, all your time and everything. Absolutely. I appreciate your time. It was an honor to speak with you. Peace, love, and wrestling, guys. Right. We'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you so much for watching. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and turn on that notification bell so you get notified each time we post a video. Alternatively, you can check us out on all podcast platforms and host it on Podbean. We are also available on the SNME Network. That's the Sunday Night Main Event Patreon. Please feel free to check us out there as well. And don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at underscore Straight Talk on Twitter, at Straight Talk Wrestling on Instagram, Straight Talk Wrestling on Facebook, Straight Talk Wrestling on TikTok. And of course, you can check out all our merch at ProWrestlingTees.com. I don't need a nigga cosign. Without the liquor, you become a victim. You ain't never got a pole mine. I ain't messing with this generation. Fuck your gender, I ain't got...